Welcome back to another episode of the Mars Drop Talk. The Mars Drop Talk is a community for authentic dialogues where my special guests and I have difficult yet beautiful conversations that empower and inspire our listeners. We have topic on relationship, personal growth, music, wellness, and wealth. I'm your host, Marge Desius, and today we have Mr. JP back in the house because, you know, one time is not enough to tell our story. JP, welcome back. Thank you. We'll just continue the conversation of, um, you were talking about last time, I remember how you were so blind and could not uh, make sense of what was happening when I was trying to express to you like this is not simple this is not just something that we can take light you thought that a simple sorry or let's just move on and forget about it uh, was enough right yeah yes and uh, so that that was uh, to me at the time it was, you know, as, as terrible as it may sound, but it really was not my priority at the time to focus on and to even take time and listen to you and, mm. and understand what was going on. Um, and that was... Yeah, you couldn't feel. That was really... That was also mixed with uh, the shame and denial Mm-hmm. That I was in constant denial. I was living in a total oblivion. I was also living in shame uh, because I started beating on myself. You know, after you f- you found out by yourself, and <laughs> and I I was like, okay, that part is really not in the picture that I created for myself, Hmm. my future self when I was a a boy. So I was like, this is not part of the script. How do I handle it? And I could not. I I was, you know, I was totally um, immature and not, not, not even listening to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, it was constant denial and... I feel like it was also anger because you would be simple things that I would say to you and trying to bring it up. You would be like so angry at me, like, why are you bringing up old stuff? This is just in the past. Or, you know, you would just uh, project it back on me like I was wrong, right? Right. But yeah, yeah. And all that was because I did not... You know, it's the you didn't it's the face it. immaturity. I did not want to face it. I did not want to talk about it. I did not. I was hoping, and this is why I said it, it was shame because shame is, you know, you, when you feel so bad about something you've done that you want to go hide and you don't want to talk about it, and mm-hmm. the next day you pretend like nothing happened, mm-hmm. and. I also was like, okay, I don't want you to remind me yeah, of ego that also, because, huh? because you knew, you already knew how bad I must be feeling because of that, you know? So that, yeah. that's the, the kind of 
mindset I was in. That that's the situation I was in. And, and it um, just like made our relationship worse yeah, and worse every made, year. It, we would be fighting over a pencil, but it when you look deep, it's not really the pencil. Yeah, it, it made know? it made things worse. And you know that ego you talked about. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have the courage to myself go to my ecclesiastical leader and talk about it and really um, start what I would say. Like a healing the, spiritual the, the, process. The, yeah, this the, the mm-hmm. spiritual process, the healing and the repentance that I should. And, and I remember I you and it. I, we talked and you said, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I said, okay, do it. Go talk to him and then I will come. That was so difficult for me. Yeah, after you that. told. I I think you told. You said, if he talked to you, like if he asked you to come, like you'll do it. Yeah, or something. Something like that. <laughs> I'm like, so then, watch me, boy. I am going. So then, <laughs> so then, yeah, and then we, you know, I met with him, and you know, it is, it, it is part of me understanding. Yeah, because it was what this thing was I eating did. us alive if we didn't yeah. and, and take really, a few steps. Right. And then um that was needed because you know the 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 repentance process had it had to be done in order for me to really be for me specifically mm-hmm. to um to to start the the spiritual healing from that. And 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 as as it should um, I was, you know, released from my responsibilities at church. I was, um, I had to surrender. I s- surrendered my uh, recommend. I basically was, um, I lost all privileges and what someone could call right to, the to worship, the the to worship at church. So really, the only thing I could do um, at the time was go to church and be there and um, go to that healing, spiritual healing, to that repentance process, you know, which which did take place. It it was not easy. I, at I was the time. I was so proud of you around that time because you you um, you you always went to church it was yeah. it, it was hard i know that you, your ego around that time was so high like which was another reason why i was always afraid to even talk about this um to someone because i'm like oh my gosh if you know that i shared that with even my family or anybody you're probably going to be so mad at me i was so worried yeah and i was like protecting your image Kind of thing, yeah. so yeah, and oh, and, and you know, it it was it was needed because uh, for me, I had to. Yeah, it was it was I had to go through that, and I really I was and grateful for me, that you stayed. You still believe in the atonement and Jesus Christ, and you still believe that He could heal you, and which is why I say I really. Um, 
love the fact that you always went to church. You didn't miss yeah. like and one that, Sunday. You were always, even though, you know, like people would look at you and say, oh, and wonder why is he not taking the sacrament? Like, why is he not, like, why is he released or whatever? But you were, you were just, um, you, you really, you didn't re- uh, become a, like a rebellion or I'm not going to church or I'm not doing anything. You, you kept going. Yeah, and and it, it was something that I knew. And I really admired that. I, I knew that I, you know, that that's the way. It's the only way. Like it says, it says in the scriptures and, and in the teachings, and this is the way. There's no other way, mm-hmm. you know. So that really helped me, in uh, you know going through that process, and then in the process, I also. You know, I felt what I was feeling at the time is because I was the biggest judge of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I still kept beating on myself. And like I said, when I was young, when I was a young, a young man growing up, I had this perfect picture of myself, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I grew up or when I when I'm married or what my future life is going to look like. And like I said, this mess, this picture this dark thing was yeah, not these part are of things it that you see on other people's stories yes but not your own. exactly for me it was you know this is these are things that i hear these are things that i see on tv but not, no, not this, your own this, story this, this is not part of my story and mm. then so that made it even harder for me to mm. to really get out of this and listen to you with 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 my heart yeah. and um and then i also was taught in the process and this is something i want to mention that because i know in in our society today it's still it's 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 still something it's still a thing i was also taught to not show Mm -hmm. emotions because people say men don't cry or Mm. um you know you should be strong and not show your emotions or or not or not be humble not be humble yeah you know you should all always show that um you know You've got to be this guarded person, mm. and which is not real. And um, and also, I went through the feeling that oh my gosh, I I don't deserve you anymore. And I did that terrible thing, and I would totally understand and accept if you if you decided to to move on, you know to move on from that relationship and to find somebody who really makes you happy and maybe um, make you forget all that. So I, I went through that as well. And that, that was, I felt like hell. Um, and I did not know what to do to fix it. I did not know where to start. I knew that the, you know, the, the repentance process, the, the spiritual healing for myself, but then how do I heal the relationship? How do I, where do I start? What do I do to to heal? You really struggle with that. I felt like I was growing and you were staying in the same, you know, uh, space. Because we have to also share with our listeners that we grew up in a culture that, does not teach us about uh, therapy or um, finding help when you want to 
know what is happening to you, how to express your feelings or people who can listen to you and understand you go through your feelings and a fine way to communicate or, uh, you know, like all of that. So I started uh, researching on my own and finding these things and, um, uh, telling you like what if we did this or what if we did that but this was something that was not part of our radar like I would be worried to even uh, suggest (laughs) that we need to because in your mind you thought hey I can just fix this by myself this is my own thing people don't need to know I don't need to go and talk to somebody about that right (laughs) we could just uh, deal with it just go get over it. Like you would just make me feel like you just need to get over it. It's easy. Okay. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And, and it's, it was still that ignorance. And that was terrible. That was like, I suffered more. It's like somebody, um, digging a knife in your, uh, big rune, uh, that you, that's already hurting. You yeah. know? Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, it was terrible. I was, um, I really was, um, I don't know, maybe the worst, worst human being at the time. Well, I don't feel like you were the worst. I felt like you were not yourself, like you were not aware. Like it's very hard to try and show people a light if they are completely blind. They're just not going to see it, you know? That's how I felt. That's why I kept telling my friend, I actually told one of my friends, like, like this is not JP. I know there is there was he's not there. Like I feel like I, I need to shake him, which I had to do. Not like shake you physically, but shake your brain, shake your thinking, like put stuff in front of your face and uh you know, make you do things. Which was which was exhausting for me because I'm like I don't want to be in a relationship where the person is not taking responsibility and I have to show him them how to take responsibility. Like, I don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, I felt, I don't, I don't think that you were like terrible. I'm like, like, how can he not even feel and see? Like there are people who have history of, you know, cheating or an affair, but as soon as the man realized, oh my gosh, this is what happened, they take full responsibility and they start doing the right thing and they just focus on if they're trying to save the family, they know that that kind of trauma on a woman is not easy. Like you deal with a lot of things with me. You deal with sometimes like I don't want to get intimate, like I just can't stand you, like go away from me kind of thing. We had to, I had to heal myself from that uh from that because you were doing you're doing all that you are supposed to do it's not you but you have to live with the fact that well I did that to her I made her come to that point so I have to deal with it and I have to let her heal let her be leave her alone and try and come to calm the situation and let her just go through her feelings so these are things that people have to go through if you you know, come have that kind of history. I feel like we are at a space right now where we can hug each other when the storm of um, trigger come, trigger like that come, and then when it passes, we're like, okay, we're safe, you know, because yeah. they still come. We still have really uh, terrible triggers. Yeah. 
we still do. Um, now, I I want I want to talk a little bit about what I call for myself the awakening, mm-hmm. um, which is really I call it the becoming effect. You call it the awakening. <laughs> yes, because because really looking back at it, it's like I was totally. I was sleeping. I I was asleep. I would say um, I was asleep for a good part of our oh, yeah. marriage and relationship. Yeah. I was oh, yeah. totally sleepwalking, and um, when I really woke up, is and what really woke me up was the fact that we we got to a point where we said terrible things to each other, mm-hmm. and especially me. And then I realized I was like wait, that is not me. That's and, not you. And even if we fight, mm-hmm. I would be always, I would always be the person to say, even if we're, we're, we're fighting or we, we have an argument, there are things that we are not supposed to say to each other because mm-hmm. we can't take them back and they can do like an awful lot of damage. Mm-hmm. So then it went from that to us talking about divorce and separation almost oh, yeah. every time oh, yeah. we had an argument. I was so ready. I was and out of here also, <laughs> all the time. And to the point where you even filed for divorce. Yes. So I, I was like, wait, wait, wait. I have to pause and take a moment and take a step back from my busy go-getter um, I got to make it and I got to make, make it. My family has got to make yeah. it in this life. My family has got to make it in America. Uh, mindset. Yeah. To, By being to, too focused on the wrong thing, you are losing everything. Yes. Right? I, I wouldn't say it, it's, 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 it's the wrong thing per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, it's, not it's, necessarily it's, the wrong right. thing. Yeah. I realized that I'm doing all of this, you know, to the point where I, I, I had two jobs. I worked, oh my yeah, gosh, my 16 God. hours a day <laughs> for a little bit. Oh, and I, um, I was like, oh my gosh, like I am really destroying my family, you know, with everything that, with the, this trauma that still exists. That and that so just far, like make you have a lot of, um, you know, reaction that are like not good that make right. things worse right yeah and and i was like this trauma and this i'm not doing anything about it and i feel like i'm really losing control of how things are going to the point where we talk about divorce too that's much all we to the point about. that you even had to fight mm-hmm. for divorce and that's when i really that that's where my awakening started and then following these these crucial conversations, mm-hmm. I remember every time we talked about something, um, I would go back and think about it, internalize it, and think about it. So then one day after one of these conversations, I realized, okay, I have to do something about this. You know, maybe the 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 real problem here is really me. When I say that maybe it's really me, it's because I was still <laughs> blind. I was still sleeping. <laughs> I did not realize that. So, and then I said, okay, um, I'm going to look for, for help. I'm going to, you know, I accept 
And I, I remember at this time, like, I cried so much yeah. to the fact, to we the point forgot. that I, ex- I accepted the fact that we ran out as of, a man, of water. As a man, <laughs> it is okay to cry. Remember, as I, like I told you that we, you know, even in our society today, we're, we're taught men, men, men are taught cry. to not show emotions or men, men, men don't cry. Yeah. So I... You know, that it brought me to that point where, yeah, it's okay to cry. And I realized that, yes, and I I cry too much. I've been crying too much over this, over the last few months. I need to do something about it. I need to find someone who can and we And we also, we also tried a few things. Like we saw some, you know, uh, counselors that right. didn't work and... You right, know, we people saw who first... just like probably didn't. It's like they don't get you. Like, they, did you just hear what I just say? Yeah, and they were like, oh, you know, they give you a couple like spiritual guidance, and okay, that's it. Right, like, and it, it was mostly for the relationship. Yeah, but then what I needed at the time and the reason self. why, yeah, it, it was mm-hmm. like, okay, is there something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. I need to talk to. I need someone. I need to talk to somebody who can take a look at me. Mm-hmm. And see what I'm not seeing in me, mm-hmm. and and tell me what they what they see in me. Who do they like see they that I am? Say, yeah. So then that's when I I met a, a relationship coach. He's a relationship coach. And I started uh, the visits by myself, and we talk. And, and this what I told I, you. I remember when I was telling you, you need to just go and do these things by yourself like you yeah. need so, you need some help yeah. you know and you would hate when i told you you need to grow up you know things like yeah. that and you would just be so mad and could not listen to that uh word and um you went and tried you did a couple visits i didn't even know when you started going but you were reading too at that time you were reading that book yeah. that you yeah. found um and i was like oh hmm, he's working on himself so then, so then, yes. Yeah. So then, <laughs> I I I started uh, the, those visits, mm-hmm. like you said, and I started learning about things about myself, about relationship, and I started realizing how serious this was, and how much of a trauma it is, and how, you know, when I when you hear trauma, you hear. You know, somebody who's been through a terrible accident and it has Yeah, been, you think it, it has to be like you know, those tragic, like physical, right. tragic things. But, but then that's when I realized... It can be yeah, really deep it is, emotional too. It is. And and also I started reading the the that book, The Relationship Fix by mm-hmm. Dr. Jen Mann. And after I, I, I found out... So then I started realizing a lot of things and I said, okay, these are the things that I need to do to work on myself and then work on our relationship. Mm. And that book, until today, I'm still reading it. Yeah, we're still reading it. It's opened my eyes on a lot of things and I really recommend that book. And also uh, our relationship coach... Uh, she had she's opened my eyes on she a lot cracked. of things too. She, she was not had, playing. She had yeah. She doesn't she, play. She literally <laughs> and and I I felt like every time we 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 saw her, it was the light bulb went on for me, mm-hmm. and 
and that's when I started, you know, watching YouTube videos on, you know, relationships and uh, listening to motivation, motivational speakers and Sending listening to, to podcasts. And these are the things that really opened my eyes and yeah. be awake and understand how to, what to do and how much of how a... How to treat a relationship, how to be responsible right. and all the... All the it's like when I see people getting married here at like, you know, 18, 21, I'm like, do people really know what is a relationship? What is being responsible as a woman, as a wife? What is being responsible as a man, um, as the the husband? You know, like, do people really know what they're getting themselves into? Like, how do you fix a problem? Because you will run into problems. Some people are not going to be running into problems like that. I mean, I know, I I can I can assure you, like, maybe 99.9% of people would not be able to make it to where we are at right now. If, you know, if, if, if you take um, someone who is married... Um, you know, young and doesn't really know about self, um, you know, the self-esteem, the knowing about responsibility or just think that being in a relationship, you can do whatever you want kind of thing and hanging out there. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's serious. Like being in a relationship is very serious. I agree. And um, after my, you know, when I was in, a, in that process of the my awakening, that's really when I, I started realizing how much and also reading that book how much my childhood affected me today mm -hmm. it's a big truth that everything that we're going through right now you know the way that we we, we react and the way we think way about we something think the way we take something the way connects, we process yeah, yeah. It connects to something in our childhood. If we that go back, we will yeah. definitely find out and realize that. And I also identified my insecurities. And I also realized that I lost my self-esteem in the process. So, mm -hmm. um, And then I started learning about what's my story, right? Mm -hmm. And um, how our stories are what we have. Mm -hmm. We have to own our stories. And we can't and, run away from them to right. make them better. We have to face them. We have to face and them. And embrace them. Face them. We can't run away from them. We have to own them and take responsibility. Yeah. So that's when I started that 360 and my mm. eyes were open and I was like, yeah, absolutely. This is, this is good. It feels good. That's what I need to do. And there is hope, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, what would you say to anyone who's, who think um, once a cheater, always a cheater? Actually, that's one of my... I have a few um, big lessons uh, mm -hmm. that I've learned that I, I, I want to share here. But that is one of them. I would say, you know, some people yeah. who've experienced that, they've they feel or they believe that once a cheater, always a cheater. I, I don't want to dismiss that. But all I want to say is it is not 100% true. Um, and it's not true in all cases and for everybody. Yeah. I also feel like um, 
you know, if somebody is in a position where, you know, that's all they do, they just like to hang out and go and get drunk and just, you know, just like forget about their spouse and just like get a hookup. That's their, and their habit. That's, so I think that's how, how people say that, like people who just like choose, um, to, you know, just that's how they, that's how they live their lives. And we live in a society where right now it's so easy for someone to fall into any trap because who knew like the, the 18 year old you or 20 year old you didn't think that something like that could happen, but it did. It was a good trap. You had all the excuses. And so what, what is something you would, from that lesson, what is something you would tell people to stay away from, um, you know, what, what would you say to men listening and, you know, young Haitian boys listening and people who probably have, uh, who probably are, um, making their family suffer right now because of history of cheating. Any men out there who think, who still think it's okay to do it, or any men out there who probably still have that um, layers of darkness in their eyes and being blindfolded and uh, deep into that um, that um, darkness, what would you say to them? I would say recognize it. it. It's one thing to... Oh, wake up. Because some people, they just can't recognize it. They just need to wake up. <laughs> Without waking up, they won't recognize anything, right? Well, yes, I, I agree. Because that will be the first step. Mm-hmm. And wake up. Whether you want it or not, even if you don't, you end up separating with that person you were you cheating on or either you way will, it's not going to be like you will have to live with that for the rest of your life because it's your story. Everybody has a conscience. You will have to live with that on your conscience for the rest of your life. Yeah. And deal with the fact that you'll see your kids playing with another man and you see a man, uh, be making your ex woman happy and treating her the way she deserves. And you would have to just sit here and swallow that and live with it. Yeah, absolutely. Because Unfortunately, this can be part of the consequences, mm-hmm. you know, and and I understand how difficult it can be, especially, you know, when you start going down a certain path, mm-hmm. whether it is, I mean, right now we're talking about cheating and affairs, but whether it is, it is, you know, drug addiction or any addiction or that somebody any, has, any type of addiction that we know that people have, it is, it can be difficult, but I would say, in that case, um, yeah, it is, it's really wake up, take a step back, think for a moment and ask yourself, is it worth it? Ask yourself, what would you do if you were the betrayed? What mm-hmm. would you do if, if it was your spouse who betrayed you? How would you handle it? Or would you even be able to handle it? Or how would you handle it if someone was treating your own daughter like this? Absolutely. Right. So that's one. That's the first thing I would say, Mm -hmm. Um, because it is it's important to understand that. And wake up because, yeah, we live in a world where I read a a comment the other day on uh, social media where someone posted about, you know, like um, 
being a responsible and a good man and, you know, respect your wife and all of that. And then a man commented like it's it's almost impossible to stay faithful like almost impossible to stay faithful these days and i was like wow yeah. this is the world that we're living in now this yeah. is yeah and, that was crazy and and for someone who may be realizing who may be in that situation where they feel like yes they've betrayed their their spouse and how to approach this I would say own your story, tell your story. Your story is what you have. Accept yourself for who you are um, with your flaws. Recognize that you have flaws, but be willing to be vulnerable as men mm-hmm. and um, ask for help and look for help and mm-hmm. ask for help, whether it is spiritual, emotional, A personal coach mental mm-hmm. ask for help and seek for help because we still have that in our society today that you know men are supposed to be strong they can do it as men we can do it ourselves we we got this yeah oh we don't believe and um you know like uh the personal coach or uh, uh um counseling um, we don't want to go and sit and tell somebody our, but these actually were part of our process of healing. These um, were part of the process of JP finding himself and, you know, waking up the awakening that he's been talking about. I call it the our becoming effect that I expressed in my uh, um, blog. I will be linking the blog here if you want to go and see all the emotions, all the things that I went through. And one of the things that I wanted to say is that if you really right now love what you have, you love your spouse, you love your kids, you love your relationship, you love your boyfriend, you love your girlfriend, just say it, say it out loud. I will never cheat. Just don't do it. Don't choose to have this story in your relationship. This is something that you really do not want. Even though in my family right now, we are, you know, we, we have a really um, stable relationship. JP and I can talk about everything now. We're very open. We, we're learning together. We're trying. And one of these things is we're creating, we're trying to create new memories to erase all of these bad memories. But there are things that we're still working on. There are triggers that will come. There are, these are going to be the consequences that you're going to have to leave for the rest of your lives. Because when this demon is implanted in your family and your history, it is not an easy fix. It is not an easy erase. It is not an easy forget about it. It's not. Absolutely. Yeah. So just don't do it. Repeat it. I will never cheat. I love my woman. I love my man. This is the person that my eyes is just going to be sticked on. And how to not fall on this trap, as you heard, JP, is if you have an ex, if you have a former girlfriend that texts you, just don't reply. Right. 
Yeah, and that, this <laughs> right? is one of this is another one of my big lessons um, that I wanted to share as well is to avoid all unfinished business and always have a closure. Okay, we're we're no longer together. Don't text me. Let's cut ties. We are no longer together. That's yeah. it. And Whether the person there, is 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 your must. girlfriend yeah. or was your girlfriend, whoever was your girlfriend. And if they did not say that, um, the moment you know that they're married, that is your clo- closure. You choose that as your closure to not reply and say, hey, I don't care if you're married or not. I'm going to try and make closure with you right now. So don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. We have very easy ways right now with social media to be connected back to ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, but it is really not worth the deep hole that you are about to get yourself into. Don't do it. If you choose that this is how you want to live your life, like slipping around or doing all these stuff, okay, that's your choice. Go ahead and good luck. But if you choose that you have a family, you want a family, you want a good relationship, you want a good wife, you want a good husband, you want to progress with your family, you want to be a responsible man. After you choose that, choose it, own it, treat it like a flower you want to keep blooming, you want to treat, you want to water, you want to take care of that family. Do not go that route of falling into a little chit-chatting, texting, and flirty, flirty here and there until you fall into a deep and deep and deep of a dark space. Absolutely. And um, one of the things that I also wanted to say, that's one of part of my big lessons, is mm-hmm. as I was learning and looking for you know, resources on the internet and videos and mm-hmm. watching movies and watching people that that have similar stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just realized, and for me, for myself, talking for myself and looking back at myself and where I was versus where I am now, I realized that, you know, there's a lot of men like me out there that may be listening to this mm-hmm. that, re- that have uh, a lot of growing up to do just mm-hmm. like I did. And I never understood that because to me, uh, being a man meant being strong, not admitting your your wrongs, mm-hmm. um, not showing your feelings, which is Using what... Using your egos for Exactly. Everything. And which is what really blocks the growth mm-hmm. that um, that is needed. And for me, I would say we all have to grow. But for me, I realized that I had and I still have a lot of growing up to do. And I think I'm probably not the only one, the only man mm-hmm. in that situation. Yeah. And I feel sometimes we have to break into pieces so we can go back together and grow. Because what happened in our relationship after all of this, because we did not really face it at the moment, you know, like fix it and trying to find, uh, heal ourselves right away and and be focusing on the relationship. We uh, spend uh, most of our time just leaping in the relationship because we have that broken spot that we did not get fixed really 
well. So we were like skipping the whole all you know, our whole way. And a lot of people are telling me, oh my gosh, I didn't know that you went through all of this. Um, this is because I have been learning to stay positive and to stay focused on the little things. I've been hanging on to the little things, the the little highlights and keeping my family together, even though the the pieces were broken all over the place. I was trying to leap my way through but it wasn't until that we said that I said, that is it. That is, I'm done. That JP realized, oh my gosh, like I need, we need to re-break that broken, uh, uh, that part that is not functioning right to go back and put it in a cask and heal it again so we could finally heal it the proper way, Right. So there's no way you can't get away with, oh, it'll be fine. If you broke a leg, you can just say it'll be fine. Well, you're going to end up being uh, like hopping on it, not walking normally properly. You would have to go back sometime and what the doctors are going to do is break it again so they can fix it back. So this is the process that our family had to go through. JP and I had to go through in our marriage. You know, we were getting to a, a place where even my little one who was young, like four or five, saying, okay, you guys need to just get along and stop fighting. So that's the part where we got. It's not easy. Do not put yourself down here. We have this story or this uh, uh, culture, I want to call it, that, oh, it's the norm for men to do these things. That's what make them men, you know, or um, not respecting women or not caring about women's feeling. Let's break that circle. Let's break that circle for um, our next generation. I don't want my daughter to be living in something like this. I don't want my son to be uh, uh, creating any story like this. So it needs to start with us. One of the guys that I really like, um, Trent Shelton, he has this motto, it all starts with you. And it's true. Whatever change you want in any area in your life and in any area in the world, it needs to start at your house. Trent also liked to say it's rehab time. We had to go to rehab. <laughs> JP had to do that spiritual and emotional uh, rehab time. And it all really starts with each of us. So again, this is the story of our own becoming effect and our awakening, that J like JP call it, it is not a joke. It was not an easy little, easy PC thing. It was real. It was hard work. It was nights of crying blood tears. It was days of on the knees. It was begging kind of prayers. It was tears only prayers. It was all of that. And to be honest, I didn't have hope that we would get into a space where we could be talking about it. The idea that JP even asked to do 
the podcast was like, whoa, you know, wow, I can't believe that my relationship is in a spot where we can just openly talk about what hurt us, what created so much pain and so much trauma to the point where, you know, I wanted to break my family. I didn't want what I had. I just wanted to be with my kids and, you know, move on with my life. But we get to that space where we can talk about it and we can talk about the process and we can tell people to please don't go that route. Please don't choose that. I deeply admire you for your true love, your courage, your determination in fighting for what you believe is the right thing in your good heart for loving me to the point where you could see sometimes the the good things in me or the little things that I did that showed somewhat progress. If we are here still today together, it is all because of you. I'm saying that because I really, I really do admire that. And I really admire your patience in my deep sleep and all in the entire time, the entire moment I was sleepwalking. And I am very grateful. I can't really even express how grateful I am for the person you are, for the wonderful woman. Every time I say wonderful woman, I'm, it, it doesn't just mean, oh, you're beautiful or you're pretty, but it's you. It's what makes you you. And I'm very blessed to you still be called your husband and and I'm very grateful that we still have a, a family today and we are working on ourselves on our relationship on our marriage and thanks to you I believe that healing is possible I don't really even have words to express how grateful I am for you and how much I admire you for who you are. Aw, see? You're so cute. <laughs> it's simple because I love you. I mean, I I'm kidding. not, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> there's no but. I, I don't encourage people to be like a ride or die chick at any aspect of life. Of course, if somebody is like not wanting to be with you or not wanting to wake up or not wanting to do better, you cannot risk your sanity, your life, your health, you know, in a relationship that's not going anywhere. But I have to admit, like I have to hang on to the little pieces. You've always um, fight for your family. You care so much about all of us, about me, about the kids, and you, you worry um, you know, about our well-being. And I admire that and I hang on to that. But I always knew, I always had so much hope in you that, and I um, I see so much goodness in you. And that was the most frustrated part because I'm like, why is he not seeing his full potential? Or why is he not thinking straight? Or, you know, things like that. 
So I always knew that you were coming back because that's the person I met. What you are right now is not anything that you're forcing to become. This is, you, like you said, you got into that sleeping mode and then until you got back to being awake, you know, it's your awakening. I know that, of course, that you learn more than when you were, you know, that young boy, but that's still you. Like this, the, the deep you inside is still there, you know? It wasn't lost. Like I said, I kept telling one of my friends, like, I need your back. Like, that is not you. So I still believed in you. And I love you so much from the from the first time we met. And we love each other. So. I love you too. <laughs> so much more. Okay. Are we going to have this fight like I do with Jamie? Who yes. loves who more? <laughs> Okay, go. <laughs> I, I love you more. I love you more. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Um, again, that was the Mars Drop Talk. We were so happy and excited to share all of the story. And, you know, I'm still in my healing process. JP's still in his healing process. And we are both um, together in the process of healing the past rune and we're dealing with um you know triggers but we we really do love each other and we love motivating other people to um you know uh overcome these you know bad stories in their past in the past and relationship so we really thank you so much for being patient and um, listening to our story um, we love and admire our community here in Utah that support us and love us and we want to um, send a big shout out to everybody um, who's listening from Haiti uh, every Haitian listening yeah, we have a lot of um, <laughs> have a lot of Haitian support listeners from, from friends in Haiti and yeah I mean, people yeah. who, who who knew us then, yeah, and who and are, now. with whom we're still connected. So yeah, so we love yeah. you guys so much. Stay faithful to who you are. Stay faithful to the people in your life that you love. Um, stay humble, and be blessed. Have a wonderful day or night. Maybe we'll have JP back for another episode of the Mars Drop Talk. And it was a pleasure. And until then, I love you. See you later. <laughs>